Welcome to the Northern Nerd Podcast. We're glad you could join us today. The Northern Nerd is the Northwoods Entertainment, Media, and Creative Hub. Each show includes different guests that come from all walks of life with stories to share. Enjoy our latest episode. If you like the Northern Nerd Podcast and other things created by the Northern Nerd, please consider supporting us by going to our online store at www.thenorthernerd.com backslash online store. And there you're going to find our hats, our coffee mugs, our t-shirts, and not just stuff with our logos on them, but other things with the Northwoods in mind. If you go there right now and you go to checkout and you type in promo code podcast, as you're checking out, you're going to get 10% off your next order. Please consider supporting the Northern Nerd and thank you for being a nerd. So I woke up this morning feeling some kind of way because the Bucks have the opportunity to win the NBA finals tonight. And I'm just so excited for that. And, you know, as a Wisconsin sports fan, oftentimes you hear people saying like, oh, this is the Packers year or this is the Brewers year or maybe even the Badgers year. But not a lot of people talk NBA basketball and the Milwaukee Bucks. But the the past few years has been a little bit different story. And it's been really cool and awesome just to see this team really come to life and see uh, the support that they're getting from everybody. Um, I think if if you haven't seen or heard the phrase Bucks and Six lately, uh, you're living under a rock. And I think a lot of people have started just end their conversations that way. Um, you know, the Midwest goodbye. You have the classic line of, uh, well, suppose I better get going. And then said like watch for deer or something like that. Well, I think a lot of people are in their conversations with bucks and six or just kind of giving that, um, that shout out to other people that they see on the street. Um, just even this morning while I was in the, in the coffee shop, um, I noticed some other people, different family. I'd never seen them before. I think they're tourists or something like that, but they had a bunch of bucks gear on. And as I was leaving the coffee shop, just say, you know, Hey, Bucks and six. So we'll see what, by the time this is posted, uh, the Bucks are either have already won the, the championship or getting ready for game seven, which I hope they are not getting ready for game seven. Cause I think just what it would mean to that, the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin to have the Bucks win the NBA championship, um, just be incredible. I am envious of the people. I know I have some friends going to spend some time in the deer district tonight. And I think they said they're allowing something like 65,000 fans uh, that are able to be there in the deer district. And then besides you have people that are inside um, watching the game in person. So I think it's going to be, it's a really exciting time to be a Wisconsin sports sports fan, um, but also helps us keep our, our minds off of whatever's happening in green Bay uh, with Aaron Rodgers. not going to spend too much time on that. Cause I already talked about that way too much. So those are a little sports corner, but what I really want to talk about is family road trips. Uh, now is the time of summer where everyone is taking a family road trip or just getting out of town and allowing themselves some space to breathe and just enjoy maybe uh, going down to Southern Wisconsin or even just venturing out of Wisconsin completely. Um, Claire and I just got back from a trip out to the Smoky Mountains and spent some time down there and got engaged. Uh, so thank you all for the love and support and just the congratulations. It's been just, I've just been overwhelmed with uh, support and joy um, 
from you all. So thank you for the messages and whether that's on social media or in person, it's just really uh, nice to know how well loved both Claire and I are. So thank you for that. Um, but it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous trip. I've never been on a trip like that before. Um, or that for that length, we went for nine days and we started off in Cleveland. And then from Cleveland, we went down to Asheville, followed the Blue Ridge Parkway, which I could liken it to being almost as beautiful as like the Highway One Drive uh, out on the West Coast. Um, I mean, you're, you're getting these spectacular views. There's like over like a hundred overlook spots along this Blue Ridge Parkway. And then that leads all the way to the Smoky Mountains. So if you have the means, I highly recommend taking this trip. Um, camping, I think for each night, it was like $17 and 50 cents. And we stayed at these two pretty remote uh, campsites. It wasn't like KOA where you just stacked on top of people. It was, I mean, you still had some people next to you, but it was really peaceful and each night we had a little bit of a rainfall, which is great because it didn't mess up our plans during the day. So uh, we stayed at Balsam Mountain Campground and then also Big Creek. And Big Creek was really nice because you had the sound of all the all the creek right next to you at your at your campsite. So very easy to fall asleep and not really any mosquito bites. On my end, Claire had quite a few and she's allergic, so they really got big. But uh, that wasn't much of an issue. And then as far as bears go, that was a big thing that I had to look out for. So kind of when we were on hikes, kind of had to be weary of, of that, but, um, they had some nice bear proof dumpsters. They had like these little, like you could, you could slide a human hand in there and then you had to press this button and then lift it up, which I thought was a pretty nifty contraption. And I think if the Northwoods, uh, of Wisconsin had those kind of dumpsters, it'd be maybe less, people would have problems with like black bears and stuff like that. But it was, it was a great trip. And then we stopped by Nashville on the way back. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Nashville, but it is <laughs> their downtown, their Broadway district is just super loud, but also just very unique and interesting on just the kind of different music that you'll be able to hear and especially on different levels. So we went to Luke Bryan's downtown bar and on the first floor they were playing music and then we went all the way up to the rooftop and then you could hear music and then Kid Rock's place was next door and they had three different levels that they were playing music on so if you're a big fan of music regardless if it's country music or not I mean what you're going to hear the majority of is country music but I think it's just if you are just a music fan in general it's a place that you have to put on uh, your spots to visit because of just that fact that there's so much going on and so much happening and so much to check out. It was a, it was a wonderful trip. The engagement was awesome. And then just spending time together and going along that journey with one another was, was unlike any other road trip I've been on. Um, like to go off of that though, I think family road trips are so memorable in when you're a child, like you, you tuck those away and store those away for a long time. And I think there's nothing like a good old fashioned family road trip. I remember when I was a little kid, we went out to Mount Rushmore. And if you talk to my brother back then, I think he was like three or something. So I, I can't give him too hard of a time for this, but he used to call it Mount Smushmore. And my second grade students thought that was pretty funny when I told him that story. But we went out there and then our little pop-up camper, I remember watching like, we had this little TV. It must have not been like, like a five inch screen, very small. I think tablets are bigger than the the TV screen that we watch the sound, but like you could plug in your 
even like a PlayStation two into it, but it also had like a built-in VCR. So we'd watch like Harry Potter or big trouble in little China, which at eight years old, you probably shouldn't be watching big trouble in little China, but that was just like my dad exposed us to a lot of that stuff from an early age. So we were watching like just different cult classics from that point on. Um, and so that was, that was a great family road trip. We also went out to Colorado Springs when I want to say kind of around that same time period, eight to 10 years old. And just those family road trips where you are, you have all the seats laid down uh, in the back of the vehicle and you got blankets and pillows piled up, not the safest thing. And it's not, <laughs> it's not legal, but that's just, I guess, I think every family does that at some point though. I don't think uh, too many family road trips, um, have where you've been, especially when you're going on that far of a road trip, I don't think you're able to stay in an upright position that whole time. You got to lay down the seats and you got to just relax and, uh, munch on some snacks from the gas station along the way. And so that was one of the trips I remember the most is going out to Colorado Springs and all the different spots that we'd, uh, stop at along the way. Or even when we went out to Mount Rushmore, we stopped by the Badlands and the Corn Palace, which is just an odd thing, but it's, it's pretty unique. I'd say just almost as unique as the the big muskie is here in Hayward. And so those are those are trips that and memories that last last a lifetime. One of the final ones I think we went on was a trip to Niagara Falls, and we went all the way through Canada. We went through the, on the Canadian side, and then swung back through the United States, and. We stopped along the way on our way back through at uh, Cedar Point. It's in Sandusky, Ohio. One of the things that stuck out to me from that trip was my dad. Um, the song Under Pressure was playing over the amusement park speakers. And my dad was just like swinging around on all these different, uh, I guess, you know, the different carnival games that they have going there. So he's swinging around, kind of singing karaoke to it. And we we're just like, I was at that age. I think I was 14. 13 or 14 around that time where it's like, oh gosh, you're, you're embarrassing me. And he's like, what? I'm never going to see these people again. And I think that's kind of the way I've embraced things um, from that point on, especially as I've gotten older. It's like, just be happy with what you're doing and don't care as much about what other people think. And you're going to be a lot more true to yourself and who you want to be if you're not preoccupied with what people are thinking about you or, or um, how you might be perceived in that manner. So those are some of the most impressionable road trips that I've taken. And then just day trips with my mom, we'd take different day trips to like Bayfield or Duluth walk along canal park. Um, those are just times where, you know, you're just listening along to the radio and, and now hearing some of those songs that we used to listen to on those trips just brings back those good memories of, uh, spending time with my brother and my sister and my mom and they kind of create those soundtracks to your summer uh, when you look back and say, oh, this was a really impressionable part of my childhood. And I want to tuck that away and bring that out when I might be having a bad day or might be uh, on a road trip of my own. And this is the music that I listened to with my, used to listen to with my dad, or this is the music I listened to with my, with my mom when we were riding in the car. And then you can eventually share that with your own family um, as you get older and get into that life stage. But I put a question out into our Facebook world here. And I said, what is something you remember your dad always saying on a family road trip? And one thing that my dad always said on a family road trip, whenever we'd hit like a, a roundabout, he'd always say, look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. 
And that was from National Lampoon's European Vacation. And that's that's one that's always stuck with me. But you guys had some pretty good responses. Uh, we had over 100 people comment on this. So uh, definitely uh, a lot of interesting dads out there. Um, and I'll, I'll share some of the some of my favorite ones here. So Karen Gran shared this one. She says, we're no, no, we're not stopping. It's not open. And this would happen to her uh, whenever they would drive by Wisconsin Dells or some fun stuff on the way to visit uh, family members and stuff like that. So driving past, looking maybe at the Kalahari or the Great Wolf Lodge and dad saying, no, we're not stopping. It's not open. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess these are some of the only things you can imagine when you're a dad, um, saying, uh, this one is from Laura Decker. We are not lost. We are just someplace we haven't seen before, or I know a shortcut. That's a classic one. I know a shortcut, or we might be taking the scenic route if you get lost, but it's, it's something with guys and their pride, um, about not wanting to stop for directions, even when you're lost. It's just something I think inherently in our DNA that we do not want to stop and ask for directions, even though it might save us time. We don't want to set aside that, want to have that pride in like knowing that we know how to get to a certain place. Um, another one here uh, from Kristen. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but Kristen K. We are not stopping for anything. So it's always from point A to point B. So if you're starting off in Hayward and making your way down to um, Rockford, Illinois, which is where we'd normally go to my uncle's house for Easter and things like that, like no stops along the way, go to the bathroom before we go. Uh, we're not stopping for anything special. We're getting to our location and then we can um, relax and have fun, that kind of thing. Jacqueline Waples says, who has the grape gum? Apparently her dad couldn't stand the smell of grape gum or wintergreen lifesavers. So he had a nose like a hound dog. That's what she said. Or <laughs> this one's from Jody Zasky. We are one hour from home when we go under that bridge. Yes, that is true. There's always some sort of landmark that you might hit uh, a familiar area. For me, it was always like Trigo. Whenever we reached Trigo, we knew that we didn't have too much longer till we got home or the hitting the Spooner Blows Bridge. That was always a nice landmark. You're like, oh, we are so close. Um, but most of the time, as a kid, I, I kind of had an easier time sleeping in a car. But now, like if I'm a passenger, I'm, a, I'm pretty much awake the whole time. So not as easy to fall asleep in the vehicle, but some of you might be different. Some of you might have uh, better luck or a gift of falling asleep wherever you're at in a vehicle. Oh, this one's from Kelly Olson. Uh, she says, are we there yet? And her dad would reply, we're the closest we've been all day. I like that one. Yeah, I mean, you're getting closer each mile, each minute that passes, you're getting close to your destination. Uh, first one to see a turkey gets 25 cents. That's one. That one's from Maggie Wample. And I think that's like, that's got to be like a northern Wisconsin thing. Seeing a turkey getting 25 cents. Good incentive. Good incentive program there. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, <laughs> I think this is a classic one. And whether you're a dad or a mom, I think you've probably reached this point before. Uh, keep it up. Or you're going to walk there. I'll put the, I'll pull this car over. And he would swerve like he was going to pull over. <laughs> so if you had siblings, uh, you're probably, <laughs> you reach that breaking point in a road trip when you're in, you've just spent way too much time together and you're starting to get on each other's nerves. And then maybe you start like 
poking them or making a noise that upsets your uh, brother or sister. And then that leads to screaming and arguing and tension drives and your parents just can't take it anymore. Yeah. I think we've all been there before. If you're an only child, um, if, <laughs> if your mom or dad says, keep it up, you're going to walk and you're going to walk there. That's on you. All right. Another one says, I think we're lost, even though he knew where we were every time. So he, he was playing possum. He was saying, we think, I think we're lost, but then knew exactly where they're going. Um, a couple more here. There's a garage sale. So yes, that's something, I mean, I'm not a dad yet, but I get excited about garage sales. I don't know what it is about them. I'm not like a very materialistic guy. I'm not one that needs a lot of stuff to be happy. I'm more, as I've gotten older, it's been more experiences. When I was younger, I was like, oh, I need the latest video game. I need the newest Madden or um, newest video game system. For me, it was always video games. Uh, but as I've, as I've gotten older, it's been more experiences. So Going back to the garage sales, like you never know what you're going to find at a garage sale. Maybe it's uh, a cool like antique item or like a vintage hat or a crew neck sweater. I'm, I'm really into like old Packers stuff. I'm not sure why, but I think it's just cool to have like a old Packers hat or an old Packers sweatshirt. All right. This one says, hold it. We're not stopping. The amount of times where I've come so close to peeing my pants because uh, we weren't stopping for a bathroom break has been, I don't know if it's not scarring, but it's stuck with me this long. As a teacher now, I've gotten used to holding when I have to go to the bathroom because like if you have to go to the bathroom and you're in mid lesson, you can't just walk out on your class. So I think like a teacher's bladder is different than the average person's bladder because, well, there's like when you're in season, so when you're in, when you're in school, you you have to train yourself because in the summertime, teachers we can go to the bathroom whenever we want, but during the school year, you have to relearn to hold it. Um, but there's a there's an art, there's an art to it, and so I think I have my teacher bladder to thank now as I've started to take more and more road trips. Um, but that was not the case when I was younger. I constantly had to go to the bathroom because I was constantly either drinking water or Gatorade or something that would eventually uh, catch up with me and fill my bladder. But thank you guys for your replies. Uh, those are always awesome to look through. And I hope you appreciated other people's comments and were able to uh, connect those with your own parents' um, quotes that I always have on a family road trip. So if you haven't taken a family road trip in a while, I highly recommend it. Um, if you have the means again, uh, I know gas prices are getting a little bit higher, but you know, those are memories that last a lifetime and they're always fun. Moving on, we're going to go to our favorite movies of the summer. My favorite movie I'd have to say that I have to watch every summer is either Ferris Bueller's Day Off or The Sandlot. I think there's just something about uh, The Sandlot and just growing up with playing baseball as a kid and even a little bit as an adult. There's just something so so classic and genuine about playing baseball in the summer and then watching the movie The Sandlot. Like, that is the quintessential summertime movie and what it means to be a kid in the summertime. Just getting together with your friends and just having a great time playing baseball, making up the rules as you go, getting into a little bit of trouble along the way because, I mean, what's, what's summer vacation without just a little bit of mischief? So I'd say Ferris Bueller's Day Off and The Sandlot are my top two. Um, but you guys put some, you guys put some great movie suggestions out there as well. The great outdoors. That's a classic one. Um, I think Dan Aykroyd and John Candy do an excellent job in that film. And if you haven't seen that, it's, it's 
one that I definitely recommend checking out because so many quotable lines in that, especially seeing like the old 96er or Big Bear, Big Bear Chase Me. Uh, this is a great film. I think it probably could take place in Northern Wisconsin. I'd be willing to bet it could take place in Northern Wisconsin. Uh, another one was Dazed and Confused. I know Ian mentioned that as one of his top movies on our last After Hours podcast, uh, but also Independence Day, good one to watch on the 4th of July um, with Will Smith. Uh, Jaws, yep, that's made me afraid of the ocean since I've seen that movie. Not a big ocean fan. It's not that I'm like afraid of all the things that are going to, well, I am afraid of all the things that are in the water, but uh, like when you're on a fresh you know, freshwater, like, like you really don't have to worry about too much. Maybe like the occasional leech or like, I don't think a, a musky, there hasn't been too many musky attacks, uh, to my knowledge, maybe there has, but I think there's just so much unknown in the water when you're in the ocean. That's made me very apprehensive to going diving into that or going out pretty far. Just the amount of movies that I've seen has played into that fear factor. So I've been to the ocean. I've been to like Daytona beach and, and stuff like that, but I never was one to really swim out too far. I was normally just playing catch, um, on the shoreline there. But another one we have summer catch, um, blood hook. Yes. Luke stone. That's a great one. Great. Hayward classic. Not that it's a great movie, but it's just like an ode to the area and so terrible that it's good. It's one of those movies like you're not going to go into it knowing like, or not, you're not going to go into it saying, wow, this is the greatest movie of all time, but you're just going to have fun tearing it apart. And I think there's, there's something to be said about that. That should be like a specific movie genre of you're just looking to crack wise at, at a particular movie and Twister. Ooh, that's a good one too. My dad always liked watching that one. All right. So your favorite summertime movie, think about what yours is and if you haven't already watched it this summer, get to it. Um, summer's too short to not enjoy those those summertime classics. And I think one of the things that's really changed the game for me is getting a movie projector, like a, a cheap movie projector off of Amazon and just playing it on either a bed sheet or on the side of my house. Luckily enough, my apartment is white, so I can just project it on the side of the um on the side of the house at night. And I think there's just something special about um watching a summer, watching a movie in the summertime outside outdoor movie nights. And if you haven't been to like the drive-in movie theater in Chatech, I suggest you go and check that out too, because there's not many of those left. And that's an experience unlike any other when you're able to take in a drive-in movie. So with that being said, let's, let's uh, go to our upcoming events in the Northwoods. We've got quite a bit coming down the line here. Summertime in the Northwoods always seems to be the busiest time. On July 29th through the 31st, we have the 61st annual Lumberjack World Championships. The Sword County Woodshop was kind of a precursor to that and got to see a lot of cool events and had a great time there, by the way. It was a good turnout. Had a little bit of showers in the morning, but it didn't hinder our day too much and saw some great um, Lumberjacks and Lumberjills competing there. And it's going to be a lot of the same events there. Um, Some axe throwing, some boom running, hot saws single buck, um, underhand chop. And also when they, I, I don't think pole climbing is the exact word, but that's what it is. Like they're going up tree. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it's still a lot of fun to see the race up the pole and then race back down it. Um, so make sure you check that out. It's happening here in Hayward at the lumberjack bowl. Um, tickets are available online 
at lumberjackworldchampionships.com or you can get them the day of right at their ticket booth. Another thing happening Lumberjack weekend is the town of Hayward uh, Fire Department is having their pancake feed. And I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of pancake feeds in the summer. I attend them whenever I can because they're here and gone just like that. So they're the dairy breakfast to kind of go along with Musky Fest. And I know that the Lions Club is probably going to have a pancake feed here uh, coming up soon. It's the best time to just gorge out and know that you're helping fundraise, enjoying some pancakes, enjoying some uh, camaraderie, and just building community in the process. And I think that's one of the greatest things about pancake feeds and summertime events and just um, events in general is just enjoying the people that are around you and building a closer connection with everyone. Uh, Another thing, we're going to... Toot our own horn here. We're going to have a Muskie City Music Trivia Night at the Punk on at the Whistle Punk on August 4th. So that's going to be Wednesday, August 4th from 5 o'clock until 7 o'clock. And we're going to do uh, different summer soundtracks. So uh, summer hits from the 70s, summer hits from the 80s, 90s, and then 2000s and onward. And so it's going to be a chance for you to um, get in on some music trivia. It's been a little while since we've done one of these. So it'll be nice to get back into that. Um, and we're going to have... In our intermission, we're going to allow you to pick out some vinyl records from my collection to play over their speakers at the Whistle Punk. And then we're also going to be giving away some prizes, some Northern Nerd prizes, and also some prizes from the Whistle Punk, maybe some drink chips even. Uh, After that, Jack Pine Savage Days in Spooner. That's going to be August 6th through the 7th. Uh, They have a 5K. They have live music, some face painting, a lot of different fun stuff happening in Spooner at the Jack Pine Savage Days. And then... If you can't get enough over the festival season, also check out Rutabaga Festival. Yes, the unsung uh, veggie Rutabaga in Cumberland, um, August 26th through the 29th. I haven't been to this yet, but I really want to check it out. Just another fun event to go to in northern Wisconsin. And then finally, we have the Sealy Lions Club Prefat Mountain Bike Race, and that's August 21st. And that's something where... You just have a lot of people in the outdoor community being active and having some brews either while you're racing, after you're racing, or just as a um, fan of the day, and you get to enjoy that. So, yeah, those those are the events coming down the line here. Hope you make to one of them, if not a few of them, because those are some great things happening in the area. And then also, quick day trip ideas before we sign off. We have... Amnicon Falls and Explore Canal Park up in Duluth. So Amnicon Falls is right near Superior. And then it's just a quick little jaunt over to Canal Park. So highly recommend doing that trip. Also, if you can go to Copper Falls and that's kind of down by, I want to say butternut area, melon. Um, but it, that's a nice little walk and you get to see some amazing views and some amazing waterfalls as well. And then Last but not least, Bayfield, Wisconsin. If you haven't been to Bayfield, Wisconsin, they have some great little spots there to enjoy some food, get some beer, head over to Madeline Island, stop by Tom's Burndown Cafe. Again, Claire and I didn't know that it was a bar. It kind of looked like there was like a thrift sale going on or just a lot of different signs. And then we kind of made our way in there and noticed that, hey, they have they have a bar set up there. So recommend checking that out. And then also going to Blue Vista Farms. You can pick out some blueberries there. And we did that last summer and came away with like eight pounds of blueberries. So if you can do that, yes, enjoy. Indulge in the sweets that mother nature has to offer. 
Well, I appreciate you listening to this episode and hopefully you enjoyed hearing about all the different family road trip quotes, uh, your summer movies, and then hopefully you get to some of those events as well. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time. tuning in to the latest episode of the northern nerd podcast feel free to like us on facebook follow us on instagram and subscribe to us on apple music and spotify music so you know when our latest episode of the northern nerd podcast is coming out that about does it for us so continue to be kind to one another and we'll see you around town